Blog Talk Radio. Welcome to Awake to Oneness Radio. I am Caroline Chang, your host. The mission of Awake to Oneness Radio is to inspire the world to awaken to the universal truth of oneness. Science is teaching us that all life is connected. And ancient wisdom and spirituality has been teaching us this for eons, that we are all one. What you do to another person, you are literally doing to another aspect of yourself. And when mankind awakens to the truth of oneness, there will be peace on earth. Today's show topic is Gathering of Love with Mary Cook Nadler. Mary is a modern-day mystic, and we like to welcome Mary to Awake to Oneness Radio. Welcome, Mary, to Awake to Oneness. Hi, Caroline. Great to be here. Thank you so much for being here with us. Um, Please, like, uh, this show, my show is very informal, and I like to just have a conversation in the moment with each guest. And I like you to share, I love for my guests to share their awakening experience with the listeners, um, because each experience is different and unique. So can you please share with our, our listeners your journey to awakening? Oh, I'm delighted to do so. Well, (laughs) it's an interesting story. Back in 93, I was um, just living a great life. I was in the world, and I was doing a lot of traveling. I had the great good fortune of retiring early, and and so I had what I thought was just an idyllic life out in the country and loved music, traveled around um, the country, going to different venues and really enjoying myself. Then this, these visions, I started having these visions these, of, this, of a yogi. And mm-hmm. um, Car- Caroline, keep in mind that uh, I was brought up very strict Christian um, and um, I have no idea what a yogi was. I mean, of course, you kind of knew, but but not really. You know, you had seen, you know, maybe images on books in the bookstore, this kind of thing. And so, so that this this man, this this yogi, started appearing to me, and it was a number of weeks that went by that he would he would appear to me and he'd make his face you know just huge you know four feet by you know four feet and he would just smile and smile and smile at me and you just knew from the feeling level that it was he he was a beautiful being and of course i knew nothing about beings back then or awakening you know nothing at all so a few mm-hmm. weeks went by and then one day i i was just sitting and he he appeared to me more physically and there was there was a being behind him floating in the air behind him and this mm-hmm. bolt of lightning came down from the heavens and just i it was so powerful it just 
smacked me down the top of my head, came down through my spine, and my whole body started shaking. Centers throughout my my you know my body energy centers that give you you know different feelings and different knowings and different awakenings on different level opened up. And I, as a result of that, that awakening, uh, it was a massive kundalini shakti awakening, and also it was awakening of remembering, remembering who I am, who I have been, and these beings kept coming to me, these great masters uh, kept coming to me for about a two-year time period. And they taught me many things. They taught me how to awaken people. They taught me about my past. They, we did some different kinds of planetary work together. And um, it was an extraordinary experience because I, I really couldn't have functioned out in the world during those two, two years. I, I sat and thought a lot about it, you know what I mean, when they would come and go. Mm-hmm. And, and then they gave right. me meditation techniques and... and um, so after that, after a couple of years, and they felt complete with that part of the process, then I was free to go and, and move around. You know, I was always free to go and move around. I just didn't want to. I wanted to be with them. And so, you know, I, I was so called to um, meet uh, a direct disciple of of one of the masters, uh, the one of the first master that was always smiling at me, that is Paramahansa Yogananda. And uh, he wrote the book, Autobiography of a Yogi. And I'm, okay. I don't know if you're familiar with it or not, mm. but it's, uh, it's a huge bestseller in like 40 languages around the world. And there's, a started, there's a documentary. There's a documentary I saw recently. Is that the one? Yes, Awake. That's him. Okay. Yes, Awake. Yes. Oh, yeah, I, that's I, I, Paramahansa. Seen, yeah. Yes, I've seen the documentary. Yes. yes. Mm-hmm. Good, good. So you know who I'm, mm-hmm. I'm speaking of, and okay. and then um, the the other master that was with him was um, uh, Babaji, Maha Avatar Babaji, and um, this is an eternal mortal being, um, and um, they came and went for a couple of years. And it was, and other masters came and went, and it was a magnificent experience. And of course, you know, changed my life forever. And um, so then I sought out different masters in the physical to be with for about nine years, and I would go and sit at all the the feet of all the the divine mothers in the world in physical form. I don't know if you're familiar with Amachi or uh, Krunamayi or any of these, uh, the Hindu uh, um, divine mothers. There's Mother Mira. Sometimes people have heard of her. Um, anyway, so I spent nine years traveling around uh, the world uh, mm-hmm. seeking them out. And I did that, and I just watched how they awakened people, and I was with them, and, uh, you know, my healing process took place, releasing layers of consciousness from the old way of living, awakening. I met a direct disciple of Paramahansa Yogananda. Uh, His name uh, was Bob Reamer. He's since passed away. And Mm -hmm. he gave me Kriya Yoga. Kriya Yoga is a powerful breath technique. And um, he did many other things for me, too. Just a beautiful, beautiful man. And um, so I, I spent some time with him. 
And I traveled around searching out the Divine Mothers because I was so drawn to the Divine Feminine, just incredibly drawn to be with these incredibly evolved beings. So I did that. Let's see, what else about my journey? At one point, uh, I had a near-death experience, which was pretty fascinating. And, and you know, it, it's uh, constant shifts and changes in consciousness and and um, what I do in my work now with people is I awaken the participants of my seminars, who mm-hmm. are my beautiful friends as well. I take mm-hmm. them into higher states of consciousness. I awaken them into this greater oneness of life. Mm-hmm. And um, so they can know themselves as pure love. Because as I read a little bit on your website about your journey, and mm-hmm. at a certain point, all you can feel is love. All you can speak is love. You're just saturated with this amazing consciousness of pure love. So that's what I do in my seminars with people. I, you know, I open them up. I remove the veils from the human consciousness that limit them and expand them into higher states of consciousness of the great oneness of life. It's not a mental construct at all. It's an inner knowing. It is a palpable experience, a direct experience to the divine, to God, to oneness. And that's what I I love to do, and that's what I enjoy to do. And And, um, and when did you start? You said um, when you first uh, had the visions, you kind of stayed at home for about two years and I did. was learning, and then mm-hmm. you you traveled um, for a while. So when did you actually start? Um, when did you feel like you could actually go out and and do this work? When I began to do this work, it was about um, ten years or so after my mm-hmm. awakening. So okay. I I did a trip to Australia, and I taught in uh, Melbourne, Sydney, and Byron Bay. And I spent about six weeks there teaching. I came back, and people were all excited, and they got me set up on the East Coast, and and I did these seminars. But, you know, it was so new to me. I didn't know about boundaries with people. I just wanted to give and give and give. And um, so... Uh, after after that year of doing that, I kind of pulled back and went inside and, and just went into meditation for about a year and did that. So, um, you know, then I started doing the work I'm doing. I took five years off at a certain mm-hmm. point to take care of my husband's mother and my mother bef- before my mother passed and before his mother went into a, a, a home. And mm-hmm. so it's um, been a constant five years teaching now mm-hmm, and awakening okay. people. Mm-hmm. That's how that mm-hmm. went, yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Well, I, I kind of, like on this show, I, I say it a lot, um, that what I feel like what I do, like even in my introduction, what I can do is inspire others to awaken. I, I think the awakening comes from within each of us because I think we all awaken uniquely differently like some things can really resonate with a group Mm -hmm. of people but other you know some that same thing that like for me it was what the bleep (laughs) you know which i share this Mm -hmm. story with people all the time it was just one sentence 
in a docu in a uh, science documentary that woke mm-hmm. me up to the truth of oneness and it wasn't an intellectual thing it wasn't like i understood oneness on an intellectual level it was something inside of me woke up to the truth mm-hmm. of who we truly are which is yes. divine aspects of god we're all connected we're all one um and there was just you know and that was cuz i after i awoke to the truth of oneness i tried to share it with friends and I was like, here, you got to watch this documentary. And they were like, huh, we don't get it, you know. So um, so in your in your seminars, in your workshops, I mean, you have like a room full of uniquely divine people. They're all divine. Yes. They all can yes. tap into that truth within. But it's always, for me, I think uh, uh, it's so different uh, for each person. That's what I just from my experience so can you can you share more on you know how people can you know kind of tap into that 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 wonderful divine being that's inside all of us absolutely I you know I there's so many ways people awaken. Some people just sit and do breath work, and something shifts within them, you know, and they awaken to their true nature, you know, on a certain level, you know, mm-hmm. and mm-hmm. and people you know can I mean it's it's endless, you know. Yours mm-hmm. is what yeah. the bleep. Mine was a, a great master's coming to me. Right. It's all different, mm-hmm. you know, mm-hmm. and. Mm-hmm. Um, so what I do in, in, in seminars is I simply invi- invite people to become their true self. And I do this with the divine light transmission that gives them that powerful radiance which goes deeply into their heart and opens their heart and awakens them into this more expanded state of consciousness. Mm-hmm. And they see the truth of who they are. Mm. That's the way I do it. Yeah, and I'll, mm-hmm. I'll be happy to do that in another five, ten minutes. Just, just bring in some blessings for people, for for oneness, oneness blessings for everyone. Yes, yes. It's, for me, the oneness is so so key. That's why, um, like, Spirit guided me to start this show two years ago, and Spirit gave me the title um, "Awake to Oneness." It was because I was thinking I wanted the title to really speak of what the show is all about. And for me, right. oneness is is so key to our awakening as human beings, as a as humanity, um, because to understand the simple truth of oneness, that we are literally all connected. I mean, science has been um, teaching this really for over 100 years. It's not even, it's not even new science, but it's not, mainstream science, you know, and that's mm-hmm. that's kind of, you know, why not? Why, why, it's like, why isn't what what was being taught in what to believe? That should be taught in seventh, eighth grade science class, you know. Why is it, um, you know, kind of being veiled or hidden from mainstream society? Um but I do believe that that mankind is truly, uh, slowly but surely, especially with the internet and um, alternative alternative media, 
because if you listen to what's just on the news or in mainstream media, you don't get this information. And um, but it, it, it's it's very it's very interesting how when a person kind of quiets their mind, like you said, doing breath work and you know, if actually I can tell you, I don't meditate as often as I'd like. <laughs> um, I try to I, I tell myself I want to meditate every day For even 15-20 minutes And I don't always do it Because it's um, not always easy for me To sit still and quiet my mind But the breath Like you said, the breath work um, That's a big um, That's big with me When I feel myself You know Feeling out of sorts um, not in alignment with my higher self, I sit quietly and I start to deep breathe. That's what really oh, yes. helps with me. Yes. Yes. Mm-hmm. Yes. I mean, that helps to awaken and and then you go through a process of, you know, getting rid of all of the programming, conditioning, um, anything and everything that's in duality within your consciousness um, and you arrive at a wonderful place and if we're doing it individually, we have to sit back and look at a planetary level where that is happening in consciousness right now. So, you know, as as you awakened and I read, you know, your your beautiful life story that you share with the world on your website and what your beautiful beloved son you know, brought to you that awakening. He was your awakening process. And what he did by taking himself off life support, I mean, what an amazing soul, right? I mean, mm-hmm. he, he, you know, and then you, you know, you were with him and then, and then you were guided to do this radio show. And so you're helping mm-hmm. mankind awaken with what you're doing. And everybody, like you say, is, you know, doing it in their own way. And when I look at the world, you know, I don't get caught in, you know, the news or anything like that because I know that there's so many people awakening on the planet right now and mm-hmm. when we are awake we do things like create radio shows you know <laughs> webinars seminars all these wonderful mm-hmm. things to awaken others because it's sort yeah. of our job because our mm-hmm. brothers and sisters on 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 the planet are all awakening they're struggling you know I don't know about you but when I went through and was clearing you know you know layers and layers of stuff it was painful so all these mm-hmm. folks out in collective consciousness are going through an incredibly painful process. So we're being called, and this is what we do on a daily basis. All of us, all the listeners, all of your listeners right now, you know, you're radiating this extraordinary light to add to the light quotient of the, of the world. You talked about science a little bit. I did a radio show a couple of weeks ago. Beautiful war, uh, a woman, Lauren Gailey. And she Mm -hmm. talked about a Schumann resonance, which is increasing, you know, from like 16 a few years ago to 90 hertz now. So so it's happening. You know, science is measuring. We know it's happening. And and I I love your theme. I love that Spirit gave you that name, Awakening to Oneness. It's... um, it's it's beautiful. I was really drawn to it, you know, when I saw that. And I really wanted to be on your show, so I'm so happy to be here with you and with all of your oh. listeners. 
Yes, yes, it's so true. And that, and you, you did. Um, that's so true. What you said about when, when you awaken, um, the first thing you want to do is share it with others and help to awaken others. Because like the first thing I wanted to do is I wanted all my friends to watch What the Bleep, and, and some of them <laughs> did. <laughs> <laughs> Some of them did, but it didn't. It didn't have the same effect on them as it had on me. But um, so yeah, I had to, and then I had to. At that point, I had to learn. Well, you know what? Everybody has their own path and their own journey to awakening. So this happened to be mine. It just may not be theirs. But um, the yeah, it's like my mission now in life is just to help. Mm-hmm. Awaken the world, and and it's so true. Everything is speeding speeding up. The uh, planet Gaia is raising her vibration, and we are a part of Gaia. So if her vibration is raising, our vibration is raising, and and it's at the point where, yeah, that it, it's it's happening. It's truly happening. And as far as the mainstream media news. Spirit told me. Now I don't hear spirit audibly. Um, I just hear, it's a, it's an inner knowing with me. Mm-hmm. But mm-hmm. spirit um, told me a week or so after nine eleven um, in two thousand and one to turn off the news and don't ever turn it back on. I mean, I, it was an inner knowing. This is what spirit was telling me to do. And at that time, I wasn't awake. To oneness, you know, I wasn't awake to a lot of things, I, but and I didn't understand why, why is spirit telling me to shut off the news and don't ever turn it back on. And I was like, okay, I'm going to be obedient, and I did, and I didn't know until years later <laughs> why spirit told me that, and and I was so glad I was obedient to to spirit, and I haven't watched um, mainstream news since September 2001. And then people will say, well, how do you know what's going on in the world? I know what's going on in the world. Mm -hmm. Believe me, I do. What news that I should have, whatever I need, I have in every now moment. Spirit will, you know, bring it it to my attention, whatever needs to be brought to my attention. So I don't have to worry about watching, you know, mainstream news to know what's going on in the world. Yes. Excellent. Wonderful. So how about yes. if I bring in a oneness blessing for everyone? That would be amazing. That's wonderful. Okay, let's do that. That's, let's do mm-hmm. that. And this is uh, uh, something that I was given. Uh, it's a living light blessing, actually. And uh, it takes you into a, a great expanded state of oneness. So, And this will be about 15, 20 minutes for all the listeners. So please get comfortable. Mm-hmm. And begin to relax. And with every breath you take, your muscles begin to relax. Your mind quiets. Feelings smooth out. And allow your breath to move you. Allow your body to be breathed. Taking several long, slow, deep breaths from your abdomen. 
you become aware of the energy in your body. As the mind quiets, you become aware of the present moment. And I invite an alignment, an alignment of oneness that will flow down through consciousness, flowing down into your soul, coming down into your physical body. You'll feel a blessing coming in that aligns you from the collective to a unified field of consciousness, which is this great grand oneness of all of creation, of all of life. Relax and enjoy this blessing of oneness the living light blessing that flows into your consciousness. This divine light transmission dissolves struggles, suffering, pain that you may be dealing with right now in your lower consciousness. And allow this blessing to flow down into you, through you, and to begin to radiate out through your body. And by bridging heaven and earth and expanding into this great oneness of life, We add to the light in the world. If you'd like to, expand beyond the physical. Expand above your body and out beyond your body. At first, it can be a little bit tricky for some folks. Others just, you know, just expand and expand out into this ocean of consciousness, the great oneness of life that's within you and outside of you. It's in everything because it has created everything. This vast ocean of oneness, this boundless consciousness of life, of love, pure, exquisite love. Mm. 
And allow that deep peace to flow into you. Allow the inner awakening where you realize, have the realization of this unity with higher consciousness. Higher consciousness means a lot of different things to a lot of people. Higher consciousness is out of duality, out of that feeling of separation from source. Allowing yourself to float in consciousness in this expanded state, this great oneness of life. Om, peace, amen. Thank you so much, Caroline, for allowing me to do that. Well, thank you. Thank you so much for blessing us with that. That is, uh, so remember I said that I tried to meditate every day and I didn't get to meditate today, so that was my, that was my (laughs) daily meditation for the day. Well, thank you. And I I needed it very much so, very much so. Now, you had, you had mentioned, um, which is so true, um, that our brothers and sisters that are, you know, still kind of trying to awaken and they, they, um, there's so many so much struggle and strife still within and can you share some maybe tips with the listeners that um you know you you were blessed to have the experience of have having direct um communication with you know yogis from the spirit realm um, and not everybody has that experience. And for myself, my my awakening was with a film. But um, mm-hmm. well, when I say awakening, the, what inspired me to awaken was a, was mm-hmm. a film. But um, people that are really struggling, um, what what tips can we share? Can you share <laughs> with them as to help them deal with um, everyday everyday life? You know, I think it just it comes down to sitting quietly, you know, like we just did for that 10 minutes, mm-hmm. and placing your awareness on your breath. I think it's one of the most powerful ways of dissolving the anxiety that people mm-hmm. are expressing out in the world. And... Um, that's what, you know, I love to do breath work. I think that's it. I think unity with with your eternal soul is really what what people are here doing on the earth. Um, mm-hmm. But to simply 
sit quietly, do a blessing. You know, uh, I, I'm so fortunate to have such a great community that's grown up around me, and the people do teleconference calls every night, free teleconference calls of living light blessings. Your listeners could call into those and, and just receive this enormous feeling of peace. And to know, to awaken that, to the knowing that that we are not in charge. Mm-hmm. So I think if we take that out of the equation, you know, you know, that we just we can surrender a little more to what is, to simply accept, you know, in life what shows up. You know, tough things happen in life, hurtful things happen, and if we just can show up, accept what's happening with as much grace as possible. Mm-hmm. and continually do that. We learn so much from that. We grow from that. We awaken to a certain level of consciousness with that. And um, I tell you, I think it's, you know, accepting and allowing and mm-hmm. and just continually coming back to your beautiful heart. Everyone, you know, we're made from the same material. You know, you know, the fabric of our being is pure love. If we can somehow find that place within us and make that home and go back to that place when something in the world upsets us, if we can just give ourselves that, then we can, you know, you know, steady the sail, so to speak, in, in the ocean of turmoil, you know, and, and we can just continue on with our journey. If we can come to the place and make peace with everything that has happened in our life, anything we've ever done to anyone, anything that we feel has been, quote-unquote, done to us, you know, if we can just accept that everything has happened just the way it was supposed to, because when you awaken to oneness, you know that. That is just, it becomes, you know, that is the fabric of your being, you know, that you just know that everything that has occurred, no matter how tough or how beautiful, it had to happen just that way. You can Mm -hmm. let go of all that suffering that everyone's experience, what people are carrying inside their bodies from, you know, because it registers, everything's energy. So if we feel bad for a year or two about a certain event, that registers in the cells of our body. At a certain point, the light, the divine light comes in and washes it away so we're free of it. So if we know that, and if we look out into consciousness, into what everyone's doing, and we think, oh, my goodness, that's this, that's that, that's the other thing. But if we can accept, it's a big one, it's a huge one, to accept mm-hmm. everything that's happening is supposed to happen that way. Because mm-hmm. there's universal laws that govern all of our planet. You know, right now, for example, there's a universal law of gravity that's working, right? And it's keeping us, you know, on the earth. So there's mm-hmm. universal laws of cause and effect, you know, that for every action there is a reaction. So, you know, it's, it's, and to stay steady and to know that this presence of, of oneness, this divine presence, whatever your words are, the I am, the infinite God, you know, loves you, that you mm-hmm. are being looked after and cared for. The, the masters from the 12th dimension are greater that awakened me. I mean, you know, mm-hmm. you know, 
they love us. You know, there's millions yeah. upon millions upon millions of them. You know, they love us. You know, right. and you know, they are steadying the course of mankind. But karma's karma. It has to play out. You know, mm-hmm. things happen in the world, and and that's mm-hmm. what I'd say. If we can accept mm-hmm. these higher truths. And, right. and come to peace with them and own them as our own truth and become one with them, then mm-hmm. we live an easier, happier, more grace-filled life. Right. Well, I, I hear you because for me, how I, what I understood, what I understand and know is that just a small portion of who I truly am is here yes. in this mm-hmm. embodiment the larger part of me, my what I, I call my higher self, my higher self mm-hmm. that knows all, um, is orchestrating the events in my life, which really, it's part of me. It's not separate from me. So in truth, Everything I'm, or, or, yes, mm-hmm. I'm orchestrating mm-hmm. the events. So how when they come up, I remind myself that I created this. And I created it for my highest good. So whatever shows up, yeah, Mm -hmm. whatever shows up, I own it. (laughs) I own it. I say, I created this. Nobody's doing anything to me. I am the master of my universe, the world that I'm creating that I experience. And I'm doing it from my higher self and my lower self, which are, are one. They're not separate. Mm-hmm. Um, just mm-hmm. higher self knows all. Lower self uh, is limited in its knowing. It's learning. But <laughs> yes, it's learning. Right. It's wa- It's awakening. It's awakening. Yes. Remembering. Yes. But uh, so what? When when something occurs in my reality that's not as pleasant as I would like it to be, the first thing mm-hmm. I say to myself is, I created this for my highest good. I may not on a human conscious level, know why, mm-hmm. you know, the the why of it. But I don't have to know the why of it. I know it's for my highest good. And so to, to, to like you said, I don't even like to use the word accept. I like to use the word more allow what is and love what is. Mm-hmm. And love what, mm-hmm. uh, um, Matt Kahn, uh, love what arises. And mm-hmm. Byron Katie, love what is. And mm-hmm. and so I embrace it, and embrace life to the fullest, and know that it's happening for your highest good. And it, it and it is a difficult pill, <laughs> I guess, to swallow for people because people are so used to blaming every you know thing, their parents, their you know the teachers, some somebody to blame, their boss. You know, somebody just right. point to figure out why they're they're unhappy. But when you own what's happening, then it, it's actually to me very freeing. It's very empowering. And it when I understood that, I understood the peace that surpasses all understanding. So I can mm-hmm. I can remain at peace regardless of what's happening. I was when my my son eventually did transition. I was at peace. At the moment yes. of his transition, I was at peace because oh, I understood from the higher level that his soul, this was his soul's purpose, his soul, you know, we all leave here 
from our higher self. You know, we all know when when we choose when to come and we choose when to leave this experience, but he's not gone. And I knew that he's not, I knew that he wasn't gone. He was, you know, his, his, he's completed his soul plan for that moment, but it was a soul plan and a soul agreement that he and I had made before my coming to this embodiment. So I knew this. So I was at peace, and I knew that he wasn't really gone. He was just not in the physical anymore, but he wasn't gone. He isn't gone. Yeah. Not at all. Mm-mm. Beautiful. Mm. Yeah. Mm. Yes. So it is it to be awake. See, that's I cut. That's why uh, this show came into existence because I feel like it when people do awaken to the truth, to universal truth of who they are, um, and the universal truth of this reality, which is not even science. I'll never forget seventh grade uh, science class. They when we were studying molecules and atoms, the science teacher said in seventh grade, nothing is truly solid. <laughs> you know, like that was like, yeah. I'm like, what does he mean? Nothing is. Isn't this chair solid? I'm saying, no. You put anything under a microscope. What do you see? You see moving, and it's alive. Everything has life. It's it's all energy, and it's moving. It's not solid matter like we perceive it. That's just from our limited perspective. Things are solid. But this is not, this is a dream world that we are creating. And what we are experiencing is truly we're projecting. And it's a lot of, because people will say, well, I wouldn't, you know, project this kind of life. But in truth, you are, like you said, it, it, it's a combination of lifetimes. And karma is not a bad thing. People say karma and they, they most people uh, think of it as a, a negative, but it's actually not. All karma is is balancing. That's all it is. Um, the universe and God or all that is has no judgment. There's no bad or good, right or wrong. It all it just is, and we label it bad, good, right, wrong. But there's a balancing, and we do the balancing. Like when we leave this experience. We look at it, we review this life, and we're like, oh, I could have done that better, I could have done that better. And we decide, it's us, that says, okay, I want to go back and try to do that better. I want to, you know, kind of balance out what I did, you know, in the in the previous lifetime. So, And that's all our choice. So it's, it's, it's uh, all karma is is a balancing, and it's not a negative. Because for me, I try not to even use the word right or wrong, or bad or good, it's all frequency. And some things are low frequency or high frequency. You, you're usually more, a more enjoyable experience comes from high frequency. Uh, a less enjoyable experience comes from low frequency. But everything is vibration and energy and frequency. So that's kind of, so, and um, it's, it's so beautiful. The times we're living in, are are amazing because, like you said, the speeding up. Like you mentioned the the numbers, um, and I've heard this recently, and I haven't had a chance to look it up on Google. <laughs> I love Google, um, but the the vibration of the planet of Gaia 
has increased like 90% or something like that? No, 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 sweetheart. No, not 90%. Um, It's on a meter called uh, the Schumann Resonance, uh, Resonance, and uh, and it's and it's and it's uh, it's gone from 16 hertz to 90 hertz over the last few years, and that has a lot to do with uh, solar flare activity and and of course you know people that are actually really awakening to the higher Mm -hmm. dimensions and bringing that light from the higher dimensions down into the earth plane okay yes yes that's that's how that's working yes 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 so i heard i did hear about that recently and um i haven't had a chance to actually just go online and and look up the research but i i it's basically i understand that the the earth um, Gaia is raising, is rising in frequency, so that we being a part of Gaia, we're all rising in frequency, and every everywhere you look, you can kind of see it. If you're not looking at mainstream news, <laughs> but uh, but uh, it is it's definitely definitely um, a shift. A shift is occurring, and it's it it's a true. beautiful. Beautiful thing, beautiful thing. So please, Mary, share with our listeners how they can get in contact with you, how they can maybe um, find your your seminars and your web your seminars and your um, workshops and be a part of them. Um, please share that with our listeners. Happily, uh, my website is mastersway.us. And uh, just go and take a look at my website. We have a lot of things happening um, each month, five or six events, and then um, the Living Light community. Um, pretty much every evening we have people blessing others, um, you know, via teleconference. Um, people mm-hmm. call in and bring in these uh, tremendous um, Living Light blessings that, that actually bring in the light from the higher dimension. And when that light comes down and the veils of consciousness get removed and the light comes in and that awakening, a true awakening occurs, um, it's it's an extraordinary experience for everyone. And I get such tremendous feedback and I'm thrilled about it. I'm so happy to be part of this awakening, this planetary awakening. Thank you. Yes, so so they can so someone can come to your site and they can find these telesummit events. That you said nightly, almost nightly. Um, yes, well, I do different offerings throughout the month, and mm-hmm. um, I do one free event. I do, um, I mean, I do a range of events from one, a one-hour call to two-day mm-hmm. uh, seminars. Uh, and uh, this last one, uh, people, uh, it was so tremendous um, that uh, people were awakening into a self-realized state of consciousness, and um, it was it was quite extraordinary. And um, I'm just so thankful for it. And the people that I have trained, uh, they do. Uh, blessings every night, and uh, there's a a, a a link on there. You can contact Hank Pearson, and and he'll give you send you a schedule, and it's just okay. it's a beautiful experience. Yes. Oh, wonderful! It sounds amazing. It sounds amazing. So, and you do uh, four or five events um, monthly. That's a lot. 
So your next oh, event is... Yeah, you're a busy lady. <laughs> I am. I am. Sunday I do an Ascension group. It's a three-hour afternoon event. Um, mm-hmm. I may do some personal work. Um, you know, it just depends what what I feel called to do. And, um, mm-hmm. yeah, and we do it uh, via webinar, teleconference, and in person at the Montreat uh, Conference Center uh, outside of Asheville, North Carolina. It's beautiful. Oh, so. Mm-hmm. Yeah, feel very blessed. Yes, beautiful, beautiful. Okay, so um, are so are most of the retreats online retreat or are um, how often do you have like a in person retreat? Um, typically uh, monthly, I have three or four. Well, about three events a month in person, and then three mm-hmm. events over the phone. Yeah, or webinar, oh. teleconference. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay, beautiful, beautiful. In North Carolina, not too far. We're you're on the East Coast. I wasn't sure, uh, East Coast, West Coast. <laughs> I knew you were in the U.S., but I wasn't sure <laughs> where. So you're same same time zone, East Coast. I'm in in the Poconos. I I love it here. Oh, beautiful. Yeah. Oh, wow. Yes. Wonderful. In the mountains. Yes. So this is oh, this is amazing that that you have that you are you know do so much to help awaken and raise the vibration because each time a person awakens to who they really are, it just raises because we're all connected. So it, it does. Just, it, just, it awakens every, the whole world each time one person awakens. Very That's amazing. right. Mm-hmm. Yes, 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 yes. So... Um, could you tell us a little bit more about, you know, that, you know, um, your, once you started doing the seminars, can you share, like, oh, you, you mentioned that you almost had a near-death experience, but you didn't go into detail. Maybe can you share that with us? Um, sure, I'll do that. Thank you. Okay. Um, mm-hmm. Yes, um, after, uh, yes, when was that? Let me think about that for a moment. That had mm-hmm. to be, oh, my goodness, back in 2005, and um, I just had this tremendous pain in my body, and I couldn't take it, and I zipped right out of my body and went into uh, this this higher dimension, and um, the feeling was so amazing and so beautiful, and there was these two massive golden light beings that were standing okay. there, and they said, it's not your time, you know, go back into mm-hmm. your body, and I said, well, since I'm here, why don't I look around? And they mm-hmm. said, but only, you know, by, by, you know, psychological time, only a minute or two. And I said, okay, I just mm-hmm. want to see. And so they let me walk down. It was, it was just these, these, how to describe it to the mental body, a little challenging, but I'll give it a go. Um, mm-hmm. It was universe upon universe upon universe intersecting itself, dimension upon dimension upon dimension intersecting. And when I, when I walked down this one, corridor, we'll call it, I walked down and I saw all these levels of consciousness intersecting themselves. And But what I saw within each one were these trem- just vast millions of souls gathered. And, wow. and it was incredible. And in front of each soul was like an angelic David being. 
and they were taking their hands of light and just washing the illness out of these these beautiful souls that had passed from the earth. And they were just washing and washing and washing them. And I and I just hung out with that for however long, you know, I did. And I just mm-hmm. every time I peered down in one dimension, another dimension opened up and the same thing was happening throughout creation. And and it, it was magnificent. And so I, I say, you know, I just sort of bowed and turned around and then went back another way. And then mm-hmm. and then all of a sudden the same thing happened. This 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 um, universal experience happened where I saw dimension upon dimension, universe upon universe intersecting each other. And I saw these vast schoolrooms, like classrooms, and these, mm-hmm. these, these masters, you know, like the, the master, beloved Jesus. I mean, you know, the masters okay. I spent those two years with, you know, um, okay. you know they were there. And, and, and millions upon millions upon millions of souls were in these classrooms. And they were being taught by these great ones and, and tuning them into what it was that they didn't get, you know. Like you talk about mm-hmm. the balancing. That's part of the right. balancing, the karmic balancing. You know, karmic, mm-hmm. dharmic, you know, it doesn't matter. The words, you right. know, are right. really not right. important. But And mm-hmm. they were teaching these souls what they needed mm-hmm. to learn for their next incarnation. Mm-hmm. And and so I hung out there for just a short time period because I could tell I needed to get back into my body on the earth plane. Mm-hmm. And uh, mm-hmm. there's more to it, but that's sort of a, right. a short summary. And then I, I came back yeah. and I bowed to these great beings. And I zipped down. It was like a wormhole. I just just zipped down through the universe and came back mm-hmm. into my body. And um, and I was. I, it took me about six months uh, to fully recover. And, and, of course, that was another awakening. You know, there's not just mm-hmm. one awakening and you've got it. Right. That's that's silly, right. you know. You know, it's yeah. a continual everyday awakening, expansion of light. I wake up as yeah. a different being every morning, you know, mm-hmm. and, you know, more radiant, more giving, more loving, uh, and more yeah. ecstatic to to be one with God, with the divine. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. That's so true. Good. That's so that true. The awakening is, a mo- for me, I say it's a moment to moment. It's like every moment I have to just remind myself, because sometimes, you know, still being here, um, the illusion can sometimes you know, you can allow it to get to you in a sense. And so you have to remind Well, not if you're fully awakened. Yeah, it doesn't mm-hmm. really do that. Yeah, yeah, not, you get beyond say, the illusion. Mm-hmm. Yeah, when, I guess what I'm saying is not, not that it gets to you to the point where you're, you're immersed in the, in the sorrow or the, the misery, or, or, but you, you, sometimes you get anxious that you want everybody to awaken and that there would be peace on earth like now, you know, and it mm-hmm. is actually because there's only now. But, um, mm-hmm. but, but, but Caroline, uh, when, when you have yeah. that awakened state, though, you know everything's in perfect divine order, you know, yes, and that yes. the whole world can awaken, you know, yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. So that's what we're doing, your radio show, yes. my seminars, you know, mm-hmm. and you just – you know that perfect understanding comes and and uh and you just have a good time that's my experience mm-hmm. you know yes. yeah yes. which i know you do this too is... i can hear it in your voice yes this is true mm-hmm. this is true very very true that uh yes knowing that all i i was just saying that to myself today that um all is in perfect divine order all the time mm-hmm. there's nothing mm-hmm. Ever not in divine order, 
That's right. So, so true. Yes. Very, very true. Yes. So this has been so, so lovely. I I definitely want to. Now, where you said you're in North Carolina. I was actually in North Carolina. I was in North Carolina in February. I have a niece in Charlotte. North Carolina. Oh, sweet. Yeah. Very sweet. Yeah. So where are you located? Because when I go down that way, I'm going to look you up. <laughs> I'm in Asheville. Hi. Oh, that'd Nash- be lovely. Asheville? When you say Asheville, Asheville, right? Yes. Are you, Asheville, you North Carolina. I am. Uh, not okay. Nashville, Tennessee. Uh, right. Asheville, North Carolina. They call Caroline. it the Paris of the South. It's an incredibly oh. cosmopolitan small city located in exquisite mountains. I mean, these these are actually the um, the second oldest mountain range in the world, and mm. it has such a divine quality to it. I love living here. I just I oh. am having the best time of my life. <laughs> oh wow, wow! I love the mountains yeah. too. I I've like I'm in the Pocono Mountains. Um, and I'm not sure how old they are, but I've been here for 26 years. I just, but I love the mountain, mountains and lakes. I just can, I can sit by the lake all day and just meditate and and watch the water ripple. And I just, I just love it. I love being close to nature. I've never been one to be in. I, I can visit a city, you know, for a minute or two, but I can never live in a city. I'm just, I'm, I'm a mountain girl. Country mountain mm. girl, kind of, kind of like you. We're kind of the same. <laughs> I love it. You know, I love yeah. being here. And another cool thing, you'd love it too, Caroline, because the ocean is four hours away. Oh, okay. And I'll be I'll okay. be doing an oceanside retreat at the end of May, and we go down about forty five minutes south of Charleston, and um, mm-hmm. it's a it's a beautiful little island where there's been eighty years of prayer on the island, and um, and uh, we stay at this beautiful resort, and it happens to be where uh, you know the the dolphins breed, so there's mm-hmm. you know you see forty fifty dolphins sometimes a day, sometimes not as many, but sometimes you see a number oh, of them, and, you know, and it's amazing you would just love it you know I love now yeah. where is that located where is that again what uh, south of charleston. charleston well there's a lot of little islands up and down the coast you know okay yeah so you can you can email me and get me that inf- and i'll give you okay. that information you know okay yeah. great 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 because yeah. yeah. i am so i love dolphins and i keep oh, saying yes. i want to go swimming with the dolphins <laughs> <laughs> uh, that's I fun. That's something I. That's on my to-do list. <laughs> Go oh, wonderful! It's this amazing yes. experience, you know. Yes. yes so I'll yes. be heading there in a yes. few weeks with about thirty plus people, and we'll spend mm-hmm. a week together. Mm-hmm. And unity oh. consciousness, and receiving a high state of consciousness, samadhi, and um, maybe another time I could talk a little bit about samadhi. Yes, that's well, uh, I was just going to ask an... you: can you can you give us a, a, a short um, explanation of what samadhi is? That's just, I'm not familiar with that word. Uh, yeah, samadhi is um, is an extraordinary state of consciousness. Only um, let's see, how can I say it? I've only got a couple minutes here. Um, That's okay. No, the, the, this is the, my show. The, the, you, you oh, you can do what you want, right? You want. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, you know, 
if we think about consciousness, and, and sure, there's oneness in everything, but people typically open up and awaken to different levels of consciousness at different times. Some people go into different states of enlightenment. Some people Christ consciousness. Some people the ascension. And then, you you know, you get to the God consciousness, you know. And then the vehicle to get you there is the energy of samadhi. And samadhi, if, if you want to take a look at it later, go online, anyone, it's spelled S-A-M-A-D-H-I. And mm-hmm. it's bestowed by divine grace upon um, really highly evolved spiritual you know, beings that are in two legs walking around on the earth. And mm-hmm. this energy transforms your consciousness out of any kind of anxiety or illusion or duality into this great vast oneness with life this god consciousness and it is um it's extraordinary so i'm going to be bringing that in for folks at the beach and i'm really looking forward to it we have such a great time and of course it's one of those things that my words pale you know you know by comparison of the exact experience you know Yes. Exactly. Direct <laughs> experience is what you want. You can talk all day long, but having yeah. that direct experience, you know, of, of unity with the divine, of God, with this great oneness, the I am, the mm. infinite, that's it, you know. Yes. For me, that's it. It's giving people yes. the direct yes. experience. Yes. Mm-hmm. yes. So that's what now, I I agree, I agree with you a thousand percent. And I say so much, so many times that. I, sometimes I just can't put it into words, you know, the experience of, of mm-hmm. I'm, you know, I, I, I get lost for words to describe the wonderful experience of that oneness. Oh, I so get it because unity. think about it. Yeah. You were talking about 12th dimensional experiences are greater, right? And mm-hmm. we have words from the third dimension. <laughs> right. Yes, yes. So we yes, do the yes, best yes. we can. And some people yes. do a very good job at it. Very good. Right. Right. Yes. Well, Caroline, I've, I've enjoyed that. speaking with you so much, honey. I I've really have. Too. I see the hour is up. So yes, thank, you. thank you. Thank you. And thank you, all of your listeners that have taken their precious time out of their lives to tune in and listen to Caroline and I talk. <laughs> Yes. Well, the wonderful thing about Internet radio, even if they yeah. didn't catch it live, they can yeah. listen using the same link. You can share the same link. They can listen to the replay. So that's the wonderful thing about Internet radio. So Don't you, you just love technology? Anytime. Yeah. Why I do. I do. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. Well, well thank have you. a great evening, honey. You too, and have a wonderful weekend. And yes, I um, please email me about the uh, event at the beach because I I definitely want to see if I can make it. That would be wonderful. that would be so lovely. I would enjoy oh, that very much. Thank oh, you, sweetheart. Thank you so much. Thank you. Okay. Bye for now. Bye bye. Bye bye.